Greetings to all of you wherever you're listening from. I am Commander Bimal Raj, a TEDx speaker, internationally certified trainer and coach, mindset mentor and a teen and parents coach. In this podcast, The Awkward Talks, I bring you topics that are usually considered taboo or are not discussed freely but are some of the most pivotal things that we should be talking about. While we were at schools, we were expected to stand up when the teacher entered the classroom. Why were we made to do that? When asked others, the most common reply was that the purpose of standing up in front of a teacher was to show respect. Fair enough. But then the question comes, why don't we then rise when our parents, spouse or other elders enter the room? Is it that only teachers deserve our respect? Interesting perspective, isn't it? Well, the real purpose of rising when the teacher entered the room was not to show respect, but more to show obedience. Now, this topic is very close to my heart. And if you would like to know from where the current system of education originated, then listen on. At the outset, let me give the credit of this episode to my mentor, Blair Singer. I learned about the formal education system and how and where it was formed from Blair. He always says that the biggest crisis in the world is not wars, but education. If we can get the education right, all the other problem can be solved easily. And I agree with him a hundred percent. I was also blissfully unaware of all that I will be sharing today. Once Blair shared about this, I studied more and I went a little deeper. Let me also put a disclaimer here. Please understand that my intention is not to run down any kind of education system. I went to regular schools, the type I will be talking about, but I have made sure that my child goes to a school that is very different and experiential, where the focus is on developing their emotional quotient and not just their IQ. She has less than 15 students in her class and just about 70 overall in the school. And they don't have teachers, they only have facilitators. And all the learning is contextual and not based on chapters in a book. Let me now share about how and when the current system originated. Well, as per educators, the current education system is a replica of Prussian education system which originated in the 18th century. It is said that the system was a way to instill absolute obedience and uniformity in the students under the guise of education. The Prussian army needed soldiers who knew how to read and write but also display complete obedience to the crown without asking any questions. The result of this education was that it created useful and generic workers readily replaceable and dispensable. In fact, a 2022 study from the University of California, San Diego suggests that the public primary schools were created by states to reinforce obedience among the masses and maintain social order rather than serve as a tool for upward social mobility. Now let us look at the current way of education and see if these arguments have any merit. There was a person named John Taylor Ghetto. He had been an educator for over 30 years. He won the New York City Teacher of the Year Award in 1989, 1990 and 1991. Interestingly, immediately after receiving the 1991 award, he wrote a letter announcing his retirement saying that he'd no longer wish to hurt the kids to make a living. He has written a couple of books on the education system, one of them titled Dumbing Us Down. I have a copy of that. In that book, he shares at length about how the education system was ruining the real education of children. 
He later clocked 3 million air miles to speak at different countries about his research. He also visited places like the Harvard, NASA and even the White House among many many other places. Now let me share some of the things that he pointed out about the current system of education. First, he said the teachers in the system acted as surrogate parents and they had no mercy for the child and punished all mistakes ruthlessly for the purpose of destroying trust and instilling fear. The curriculum consisted of rote reading, writing and memorization assignments that were meant to destroy the creativity and spontaneity of the children. Next, the grades themselves weren't used to measure the child's knowledge but rather the level of its obedience. The worst grade implied that the child were rebellious and refused to follow given methods. It was neither a measure of his intelligence nor of the knowledge he possessed. Next, the system made the students emotionally and intellectually dependent on their teachers. They would do things to get approval from their teachers from securing good grades to being the most obedient student. Next, exams were used to test the memory of a child their ability to recall information taught to them and did not encourage them to think radically or out of the box it also taught them provisional self esteem this meant that deciding who they were and how well they were performing in various activities were decided by the so called experts who were their teachers and coaches it also taught them conformity and compliance and any non-conformity and non-compliance were punished severely now the system was used as a means of conditioning their minds as well the highly structured layout of the classroom meant that the students were disconnected from one another and easily monitored which again emphasized the atmosphere of distrust even the school bell used to mark the beginning and the end of each class can be easily recognized as a conditioning method Now this was later described in the late 19th century by Ivan Pavlov who was a Russian and Soviet experimental neurologist and physiologist and he is known for his discovery of classical conditioning through his experiments with dogs everything was absolutely dedicated to turning a person into a robot homework dress codes school uniforms and so on and so forth the system was highly effective and it spread to other parts of Germany and England The same system was eventually transplanted into the US in 1843 and became the basis of their education system today. There were some minor changes instead of the king the students were taught to obey the state but everything else was left the same. Now this was useful in grooming their soldiers initially and later to create a workforce for the numerous factories that were set up during the industrial revolution. They needed a lot of people in the factories. They needed people who would follow a specific routine and undertook their tasks without asking too many questions. Now if you look at the word education, the origin of the word education is from the Latin root educate. Educare means to lead out or bring forth. Also from the word educere which means to draw out or lead forth. it implies that through organized questions knowledge understanding and the potential of children must be brought out it was never about information being crammed in now interestingly this was the principle of our own vedic education the vedic education or the gurukul system has been a source of inspiration to all educational systems of the world It is common knowledge that individuals from other countries like Europe, the Middle East, and Portugal came to India to receive a top-notch education. 
The Gurukul system was a form of residential education that first appeared on the Indian subcontinents around 5000 BC. In this, students were not only taught many disciplines but also how to have a civilized and orderly life. The core beliefs and guiding concepts of the Gurukul educational system were timeless. It fostered a child's innate sense of interest and focus while advancing their knowledge and cognitive growth. They had to maintain their commitment to their responsibilities to the world while forging ahead with their scientific and technological understanding. This required the students to develop strong resolve, focus, concentration which helped them develop flexible minds and critical thinking skills. This whole concept resulted in the holistic development of students inculcating virtues like discipline, self-reliance, correct attitude, empathy, creativity and strong moral values. Unfortunately, we lost the plot somehow and started getting influenced majorly by the West. To understand the stark difference between the two systems, we need to go to the beginning of what modern education looked like. Now, let me share some interesting facts about the modern compulsory education system. In 1904, compulsory education was introduced in the US. This was designed to ensure compliance rather than education in children. There's a book titled The Creature from Jekyll Island written by Edward Griffin who was an American author, filmmaker and a conspiracy theorist. In this book he talks about the Federal Reserve System and in one chapter he talks specifically about the introduction of education as a tool for human engineering. It reads The third printout is dated 1904 and is a report issued by the General Education Board. one of the first foundations established by John D Rockefeller senior by the way John D Rockefeller senior was an industrialist and was not an educator well going back to the book it further read the purpose of foundation was to use the power of money not to raise the level of education in america as was widely believed at that time but to influence the direction of that education The object was to use the classroom to teach attitudes that encourage people to be passive and submissive to their rulers. The goal was and is to create citizens who are educated enough for productive work under supervision but not enough to question the authority or seek to rise above their class. Now true education was to be restricted to the sons and daughters of the elite. For the rest it would be better to produce skilled workers with no particular aspirations other than enjoy life now this was further explained by mr frederick taylor gates who was an american baptist clergyman educator and the principal business and philanthropic advisor to the major oil industrialist john d rockefeller senior in the first publication of the general education board gates explains the education plan in which he says In our dreams we have limitless resources and the people yield themselves with perfect docility to our molding hands. We shall not try to make these people or any of their children into philosophers of mental learning or of science. We are not to raise from among them authors, editors, poets or men of letters. We shall not search for great artists, painters, musicians, nor lawyers, doctors, preachers, politicians or statesmen of whom we have ample supply. The task we set before ourselves is very simple as well as a very beautiful one to train these people as we find them to a perfectly ideal life just where they are in their homes in their shops and in their farms well we can throw all this out of the window calling it a conspiracy theory 
However, if you listen carefully to all that I shared, you will find that the education system that we all went through did just that. Educate people in classrooms to be good workers to the elite industrialists or to the government. Now, this system was introduced in India by the British. They were looking for clerks to run their global empire and they used the Prussian system of education to accomplish that task in India. It is said that Mahatma Gandhi later complained that the British had uprooted a beautiful tree and left India more illiterate than before. This classroom education is said to be one of the reasons for the terrible state of public education system in India. Well, the tragedy of Prussian education system is that it could churn out uniform but creatively stunted workers who were ideal for an 18th century Prussian labor market or later for the factories during the Industrial Revolution. Unfortunately, these no longer exist. What we need to progress as a nation is to have a steady supply of creative people who are willing to take risks. This means people are not afraid to take chances, try silly things and generally not be afraid to fail. In conclusion, let me reiterate that I am not trying to run down any kind of education system. The good news is that these days I find a lot of youngsters who are willing to question the status quo, who are risk takers and are not afraid to fail. These are the ones who will invent things that are not there, come up with business ideas that can change the future. So when it comes to your children, focus more on drawing out their genius rather than forcing down a set curriculum. Don't try to make them compete with artificial intelligence. In fact, try to make them more human. Help them develop adaptability, innovation, empathy, consideration, collaboration, teamwork, critical thinking skills and more because these human skills would be the most sought after in a future filled with artificial intelligence. It is true when Mark Twain said, never let your child's schooling interfere with their education. Well, if you like this episode, please don't forget to rate it. Please press the follow button so that you don't miss any of our episodes. Do share this with others. I highly doubt that most people are aware of these things. It might just help them look at their children's education differently or at least not take too much stress about their grades. This is Commander Bimal Raj and I will be back with another awkward talk very soon.